Hey Peter, watch out for your cornhole bud. That's right people, and welcome back to Films with Amigos. Today we're tired of working from home and returning to the office with 1999's office space. And joining myself as usual is Sam, Big Dan, and the Amigo himself, Francis Lee. Welcome back everybody to episode 34 of Films of Amigos. This week is Ben's pick. And what have you picked for week two of Comedy Month, Ben? I picked uh, Office Space. And why did you pick Office Space? It's just one of those um, comedies that I've always kind of like, kind of like love to watch. It's always one of those where, you know, if it was on TV, I'd always have to like sit down and watch it. Um, I also think it's a film that's kind of friend might disagree with me but aged very well <laughs> uh, the, the comedy has the the, the kind of jokes and kind of dry wit of the film everything but the technology I think yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was thinking technology wise for you friend <laughs> yeah everything else think... I really, uh, really, really enjoy it's just one of those films that yeah just always entertains me always makes me laugh it does. It does make me think about you know all that office banner that we've missed and um, yeah, just the those moments in the office having been stuck at home for over a year. Yeah, that was the other reason why I wanted to watch it. Just uh, having not been in the office, even though it's a film about escaping the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still. Um, it's the, yeah, still the... hard to reminisce about about that uh, that that office life. See, maybe we'd have a different viewpoint if um if it was back in the office and then like our daily lives and, and the mundaneness of, of going in all the time then um yeah, I wonder if that would have been yeah different watching it then and just comparing it to like your everyday life whereas currently. Yeah, potentially. Um, potentially. Yeah, the current current the current situation. On the, on the film. Mm. The, the potentially a year ago. Yeah. What's the plot then? What's the what's a, a brief summary of the plot for anybody who's not watched it recently? So it tells the tells the story of Peter. It's played by um, Ron Livingston, who I, who I always remember as Captain Nixon from Band of Brothers. Um, oh, great show! Hello, yeah. great show. <laughs> and he's basically like a, an unmotivated, kind of like white collar office worker 
he's kind of tired of his job and doing that kind of nine to five living. And then after, after a botched or, or rather interrupted hypnotherapy session, <laughs> he kind of gives up caring about work. And because of that, he kind of like, um, I don't know, everything starts going right for him. Um, and then kind of wrong for the people who do still care about work and, and rely on it um, as a living. He almost kind of like lives um, kind of, I imagine a lot of office workers kind of like dream of uh, doing nothing, basically. There's plenty of those. Mm-hmm. We all know some of them, lads. We all know some of them. <laughs> you on this call, if I if I remember rightly from your work, <laughs> classic top office banter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it hits certain things, doesn't it? Like in terms of the opening shot in the traffic. Ah, uh, the old commute. The old, the the whole <sighs> switching lanes to try and get ahead. And then the second you switch lanes and all that, that all happens. I didn't find it very funny, but very relatable. But I also relate to all three characters in the opening traffic. <laughs> the one to trying to cut lanes to get ahead. <laughs> Especially the nerdy white guy rapping to hip hop. That's you. That's me. That definitely reminds me of you. The, the, yeah, the, the third I reason I chose this film with I rap music reminds me of Sam. <laughs> super, super amount of road rage also me all three of them I, I I felt some some kinship with all three guys yeah I agree did you feel some kinship with that guy on Zimmer frame Fran I you did know, yes as the, as the eldest older gentleman of the, uh, you know, of the group I, I thought is that me <laughs> once you guys were all old enough to get cars was that me like on the you know the Zimmer frame damn I still couldn't believe you had grey hair last time <laughs> Seen friend for ages and grey around the pickets. <laughs> I was surprised by Jennifer Aniston. I was like, I've I've not watched this before, so this is the first time watch. So like, is it a first no. time watch for anybody else, or is that just just for? Yeah, same here, same here. Yeah, Two first time watches. Yeah. This so was... I saw that credit and I was like Jennifer Aniston, but I'm guessing yeah, it's on the back of. Uh, the friends fame. Yeah, I think this would be in the of friends. this would have been in the high. It's been a high yeah. fame. Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine it came out, didn't it? So yeah, it'll be Yeah. yeah. Windows ninety eight. I called it without even knowing what film we're out. I was like, that's Windows ninety eight, nowhere. <laughs> and then I saw film right in ninety nine, I was like Yeah, it's ninety eight. <laughs> just I just remember. Just back in day, isn't it? So so square. So 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 many sharp corners on alt buttons. You know what I mean? Before they went to them with these round, these round symbols that you can click and stuff. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, a, a second time watch for me. So only the second time I've seen it. I'm just glad that from a technical point of view, we, we skipped working on those kind of machines. Well, I remember floppy disks. I don't remember using floppy disks. Oh, I remember the time. I remember. I remember, being... I remember my mum and that having them when they were working. So... I remember falling on a floppy disk. I remember, yeah, doing some work on a floppy disk. All right, we were that old hell. I can't remember what I used to put on it, but <laughs> there was only like two megabytes of space. But <laughs> if that, 
But unbelievable. Now we live in a world of video calls. Mm. No need for the office. Dun, no. dun, dun. Can you imagine installing that uh, Warzone update on the floppy disk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 22 gigabytes. You'd be, you'd be there for, on dial-up. You'd be there for the next five years. <laughs> Just in time for the next installment. <laughs> okay, what did everyone think to the um, jump to conclusions, Matt? idea I'm sold oh, I'm I, definitely I, sold I just love the whole pet rock jump to conclusions conversation because I've had that conversation so many times <laughs> about you know all we need is one get rich quick scheme we never have to do this again you know we're banking on cryptocurrency at minute that's one that's one that so a couple of amigos are in, we're in we're, you know we're hoping this podcast will just get picked up and sponsored by, I don't know, say yeah, Rolex. First, first step just, was podcast. Next step, crypto. Yeah. Third step. Third step is that uh, what? That Manscaped sponsor. That's what we're waiting for. Oh, yeah, Manscaped. That's what we know we've uh, made it in the big leagues. I ain't even been shaving. I ain't shaved a single part of my body. Just waiting for it. Hot <laughs> face, nuts, legs, all the rich. We need, to, we need to add in that hashtag. I'm, I'm ready for a in. great before and after. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me and this as well. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, that pet rock figure. So that, I mean, that is like typical nine to five conversation, isn't it? How do, how do you stop being in nine to five for the rest of your life? <laughs> Jump to conclusions, man. I think that's, I think that's the, the large appeal of the film is just finding the, the funny kind of that everyday, everyday life. Oh, yeah. I will, I will say, you? though, I don't want to dampen the mood, but I, I only laughed out loud once. In, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am feeling you've got a cold uh, cold reception to this film. Getting, uh... Uh, I'm, I'm sharing no. that, that cold reception as well. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, just, it's like, I don't know. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you the bit that did make me laugh, because it is a great bit. It's the... What would you do uh, if you had a million dollars? When he's talking uh-huh. to his neighbour, and he says to Lawrence, <laughs> "What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at once." <laughs> I just like straight away. What would you do, Peter? <laughs> Apart from two chicks at the same time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lawrence is one of my all-time favourite characters. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Can we get he's also the guy from Jane Silent Bob. Uh, some, the security guard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, same guy. Does he have the same strong like handlebar tash? Or... Oh no, no, not all. He's clean shaven. Ah. Yeah, he's clean shaven. Yeah, no handlebar tash. Ah, because that's incredible. I think uh, Jane Silent Bob will appear at some point in this in the podcast, but we can come back to that. <laughs> he also obviously has the titties scene. I assume that the, the you know this is not nineteen eighties. Film titties. This is nineteen nineties random titties, but it's like it's the weird breast exam on TV that he like sh- he shouts through. Lawrence on Channel Nine. <laughs> <laughs> you just pretend we can't hear each other through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, every, every, every every line he has, he sings. <laughs> Oh, yeah. sorry, man. I was just going to say, um, 
just the relatable things like um, I think it's quite an early scene where Pete's getting told off about the uh, he's getting told off about the P, uh, TPS reports but by uh, four different people memo. They just, like just people just keep coming up to him <laughs> <laughs> what's up with those TPS just, uh... he makes one small error and then that's it it's just um, yeah the repercussions are just yeah endless yeah, I find that relatable because we used to be like sat next to our, we used to be sat next to our team leader, then the, the, the line manager used to be on your like a desk away, so they'd be like, "Oh, what's up?" I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you make a mistake, you know, you got you know, as well, and it's like, "Oh, man, <laughs> <Bad> mistake." <laughs> Slightly easier to avoid now, is it? Well, I can't relate all because I cannot be managed. I don't know if you know this, but it's one of my unique qualities. I am. Uh, I've got the. I, I had the famous phrase once. Hey, charmy, then, you know, <laughs> it's going to be on a I t-shirt. Threw one day. <laughs> no, I threw my notebook on a different occasion. But <laughs> I would. I would like everyone to know that my professionalism has improved. <laughs> what a moment! What a moment! What did you think of that save time, though, from when he's trying to log off his computer? I, I have a note here saying, save into disk, and I just put, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but completely <laughs> relatable. Like, he don't want to work weekends, and he's trying to avoid... I quite enjoyed that scene. Um, obviously, he's got this this game plan, and he's like, right, I just need to I need to save my stuff and try and duck out early. And I just thought, that's a Friday. That's hugely relatable. Um, and then when you can see him, just, you know, he, he hovers over the... Uh, the divides and he's like, right, shit, he's, he's on his way. Um, and I just thought that was class because, you know, nowadays, well, nowadays you just get a little spinning wheel. So like a little beach ball and you'd be like, are you kidding me? Like right now, like this should be instant. Um, but yeah, seeing that little blue bar fill up and I was just like, ah, oh, man, you know, that's, that's, that is classic. Where's the auto save, man? Where's the auto save? These days yeah. Just pull the disc out. <laughs> oh yeah, just, just close the screen and walk off. Just unplug it. Yeah, it'll put it to sleep. Ah, they ain't got that shit back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought it was good. Yeah, Lumberg is, is Windows ninety eight at <laughs> that time. At that time, that is real fresh. Well, yeah, yeah, it would have been one year old, if anything. No mention of like you know double or double time or anything. Just, just uh, he's like, yeah. So gonna have to get you working Saturday and uh, Sunday too. I was like what? Yeah, I was gonna say I, that, that. That's what I don't understand about like that. Is like what? What situation is that a thing? Yeah, but that's some, well, it's some just, sort of benefit. Well, I think it's just a common. It's just uh, yeah, unless it's like an American thing where they are told. I don't know. We have to work weekends. Oh yeah, could be his contract. Any American listeners, let us know. Yeah. They just get two holiday days a year in it. That's basically it, and just have to work <laughs> work about sixty hours a week. So they are allowed to just go and have a coffee in a, in a restaurant just like 10 minutes into the shift, so on flip yeah, side. that's not bad. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Flexible work it. Yeah, yeah, seriously flexible. <laughs> Do we need to uh, mention Milton at this point as well? Ah, Milton. Because yeah. looking at... Was the film like based on some early shorts or something that involved that character then. That's what I Yeah, so they were mentioned. they were short animated episodes on like was it aired on MTV or something? I imagine it would have been 
Because this sure. is penalty. When I was reading or watching a video on it, it said, um, yeah, Milton, like, short animated, animated episodes and then, um, like, a studio approached them and um, the creator said, like, oh, I'd got some ideas to turn it into a feature film. He actually said that he hated the third act, and but they didn't end up keeping it in. Yeah, he kind of sticks out a bit as a as a character, but I guess he probably makes a bit more sense in like a anime. If you've got a bit of background, and, yeah. Because was a director and writer, Beavis and Butthead guy, and King <laughs> of the Hill. So yeah. it's all from that world, isn't it? Yeah, and it's sort of like a quick screenshot of the art style, but yeah, very well. I thought it looked similar to yeah, Beavis and Bird. Yes, the same director. Uh, same, the director is the creator, Beavis and Bird. But yeah, Milton is sort of a. I don't know. He's just like a seems like a veteran of the the company that's just part of the furniture. Yeah, pretty much people exploit him <laughs> he's got his red stapler which is a crucial element <laughs> and he's uh, he's not one for desk moves I know we've had a few of those but not that that's been a worry because we've been at home <laughs> but it's a big drama when a, a desk plan comes out <laughs> it were when they moved me from wide desk to small desk so it's not very very good for listeners because you won't know what my old desk looked like or my new desk looked like but I guarantee this it was not can, room. I wonder if we can do it before and after on Instagram so well all you need to know is history of well, sound no, no, the, the notebook <laughs> incident was once done I don't even have a notebook anymore <laughs> one note for your own good for your own good My, Microsoft Office one note just in case they want to sponsor us give us a shout Microsoft Office but uh, no but one thing about COVID is the old hot desk in just move back to the big desk didn't I <laughs> whenever yeah. I go in office now I just uh, it's my big desk isn't it alright so he, the next part so the, the, the hypnotherapy part Yes. Talk me through it. Tell the listeners. Well, he goes. He gets taken by his. Um, you kind of get there in a the rocky relationship with his girlfriend. Current girlfriend, yeah. On on and off girlfriend, who's quite clearly cheated on him from uh, all the comments of uh, basically every character we've met so far. <laughs> yeah. And he goes to a weird group therapy session as well. Yeah, yeah, I kind of thought it was just going to be one to one, but yeah. Um, and he kind of tells him, he gives that like he gives that proper depressing speech. <laughs> I can't quite remember how it goes, but it's like every day, so it's, every yeah. new yeah. day is worse than the last. So it's like <laughs> every new day is is the worst of his life. Yeah, today is the worst of my life. Yeah, and he's saying, "Is it right now?" Like and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is the worst day of my life." <laughs> He's like, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I just love those close cuts, and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's right in the middle of doing the hypnotherapy, and he's like, he's, he's sweating a bit more, panicking. And you can tell, like, oh shit, something's going to happen here. He's not going yeah, to finish so, this. Yeah. So the hypnotherapist puts him in kind of a trance where to alleviate all his like inhibitions, basically about work and stress, <laughs> and then suffers a what we presume is a heart attack or stroke. 
um, leave, leaving Pete in this uh, in this uh, state of like um, uncaringness, essentially. Yeah, at this point he's like completely just zoned out. Yeah, he's completely chill. No. Caring about the consequences, just uh, just basically caring about like in, in, enjoying life. Really, it's only it's only you think work related. Are kind of like um, major responsibilities. He's not. He's not worried about. Hmm. Um, and leaving him to just sleep through uh, the entire Saturday the next day. Yeah, he yeah, spends the whole weekend, doesn't he? Just, yeah, sacks that sacks that off entirely. He doesn't even go back to the office, does he? I'm sure he had like a couple more days off. The the backs are having the um, the consultancy talk at work, and they're all like. He didn't even show up at the weekend. Oh yeah, the two bugs. Like Peter's, yeah. Peter's like, damn, like Peter's not showing up, and he's still not here. And it's supposed to be like his his meeting today, and then he just rocks up saying like, you know, he just needs his uh, notebook, but that's falling on from the very successful date that he's had with uh, Jennifer Aniston's character. I think it's supposed supposed to be like um, a, a TGI Fridays. Like the equivalent, yeah. how they used to be. Hmm. Yeah, because TGI Fridays had that the famous uh, suspenders with buttons and stuff on them that were like their their look. Yeah, I guess. And it's and it's kind of like reflecting the he's got all the office gripes, and then that's showing like the restaurant gripes for people who work in that side of things. It's kind of showing you all the. The over enthusiastic waiter who's just like really <laughs> leading into job too much and <laughs> the annoying guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that goes. We we skip past the annoying people at the beginning who keep saying, um, "Got a case of the Mondays." Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's, he's offended. The woman that's on the phone just transferring people through that just has the same line over and over again. <laughs> just just a moment. Oh, with your with annoying voice, yeah. 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 I, can, I can relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the revelation as well when he's on the date with Jennifer Aniston and that they both love Kung Fu. And it's like, oh damn. Like straight oh, away yeah. hit it off, something in common. Yeah. Again, that great, that great Fran, character Fran, development. Friends don't like Kung Fu. Friends on the dating kit. It wouldn't be bringing it up. I'd be like, so Interstellar. <laughs> what, in na- what, with 1999's Jennifer Aniston? You won't, you won't be, you, you won't be, you won't be saying, oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you, you're making out, like, like, you're making out, like, for some reason, Jennifer Aniston from 1999. Is below your standards. Like she's so out of your league, it's unbelievable. <laughs> she won't be sat there with you. She won't be sat there with any amigo. She's not daft. <laughs> this is woman who who we still pit. <laughs> we still try. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, you'll try. Channel five. <laughs> Yeah, I love. Yeah, it's it's so nice that he has to he has to go and get his address book. Like, it's such a random thing. 
<laughs> I should think when um what what was mobile phones like at this point? Mm, they were they were post eighties brick phones, but not not much further were they? Pull out aerial, maybe a keypad that was on a flip. Part of it. I don't know because I'm trying to think like Matrix or is it 32,000? Does, does Matrix have mobile phones? Yeah. yeah the original Matrix, Matrix has, has like Nokia flips. set with the um, with the like yeah the, the pop out section to reveal the keypad. So there's like a couple of segments that are like triggered on springs and stuff. It was a very weird but there were still the brick handsets then. There were still other Nokias that were knocking around that were the full bricks. Yeah, so it's still still practical that someone might not have a not have a film because of size. True, but the way it is and stuff. Piece of you paper. Might, you might yeah. <laughs> think back to that time. Oh, hang on a minute. So long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that you had a Nintendo sixty four though. So you know, credit where credit's due. Great little console. Yeah. I did spot the N sixty four. Thought that was that was cool. Tell me that everybody had an N64. A Sega, Sega, my friend. Yeah, yeah, Sega, Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. 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 I can't remember what we had. Cousins, though, was N64. But yeah, never, never owned one. Yeah, I was because another N64. <sighs> so you basically... just don't tell you everything you need to know about this film. Do the conversations <laughs> now about <laughs> ancient consoles of the past. <laughs> Playing Streets of Rage, Sonic. True. What about the uh, the scene that, that follows on? I'm not sure how, how closely after, but he, he goes fishing, doesn't he? So he, he gets to enjoy one of his uh, his pastimes, and then he but he brings that to the office. So instead of doing any work <laughs> and stuff, he's just gutting the fish. On his desk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just seemed really, like, really random. I'm sure, like, I don't know if they get away with that now. But I did like what followed that scene. Um, oh, I don't know if it was just the music that was playing on that one. The, um, you know, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. And I'm sure there's like some montage that follows. Well, yeah, have we yeah, got to the point now? There's where... a montage where he like, um, sorry, Tate's is like Death's Wall Down is one of the bits in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he wants, he wants, he wants the view. <laughs> It's a lock off the door as well, didn't he? Yeah, he that's it. Oh, yeah. Grabs the drill. Oh, he yeah. Captain yeah. uh, Bill's parking spot for his <laughs> Porsche. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Bill's car gets towed when he parks in the disabled spot. <laughs> or his bumper does, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then that leads into the, the meeting with the two Bobs the, and the consultants about. Uh, the redundancy, which I just love as well. I just, I just love his honesty in the meeting. Mm. Balls. I do about 15 minutes of real work every day. <laughs> <laughs> I slack yeah, off here, I slack off there. And they were like, yeah, he's... It's not that lazy. Yeah, he comes out of that other a promotion, but <laughs> finds out that his um, friends, Michael Bolton and, and Samira, are due for the sack. Yeah, they're getting outsourced to Singapore. <laughs> like Dyson employees. 
<laughs> Very topical. <laughs> Very relevant. Political satire. Yeah, so at this point we're about 50 minutes in and it turns into the the heist film. Yeah, so you get to kind of like the the second stage of the plot, don't you? Yeah, like the, we're part two now. They're going to do the, the plot of Superman 3 and, uh, <laughs> and start penny shaving the, the, the company. Again, this time, the floppy disk is going to be key. <laughs> floppy like disk, the, a the, virus. Uh, it, yeah, the file was just called virus something or other, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> As he copied it over. Virus dot something something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the bingo, they all like, this. they try and do like the, the, the secretive switch off and everything and then when it's all done, he's like, well, that were easy. <laughs> yeah, because why would anyone have to, taken notice to just them passing a disc down in an office? Yeah, it's the disc behind the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the music as well, the... the you get the more hip hop music, don't you? And uh, oh, it's oh, a great, great line in that. Doing a bit Tom. I caught was um, I chase bitches like Tom chases Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great line, great line. <laughs> it's a peak, peak hip hop. Yeah, there's some, uh, some classic <laughs> hip hop going on. Oh no, no, I'm being serious. Like, but, uh, there was a good Ice Cube song in there as well. I did look <laughs> it up on the soundtrack after. But. And, I and think that's pretty much where the, my notes ends from there. Well, I think it's yeah. the the printer scene is, is here. Yeah. Is this is this the meme worthy printer scene that you, you mentioned? Then, that... <laughs> well, the, yeah, meme, the the printer scene's not only meme worthy, is it? It's also being replicated in like Simpsons and loads of other things. Yeah, the Family Guy one I remember the most where they they take Peter's bird the word record <laughs> <laughs> and then smash it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's one that's been parodied quite a bit. Um, yeah, where they take the take the print. It's their last day of work. Samir and Michael Bolton have been fired, um, and they take the, they take the printer out to the field and just uh, go to town on it. Go to town. <laughs> I felt for a moment like I wondered if they were parodying something. No, I don't almost, think yeah. this is just the first first use of. Uh, yeah, that old style of shot. Well, I think it's this iconic scene. It's the... Yeah. Then they go for a barbecue because they found out the guy has been made redundant, being very luckless. Um, oh, the, the guy that, Yeah, when he gets the payout. <laughs> yeah, he's in a payout because he's been in a horrific car accident. <laughs> he, tr- he tried to kill himself. His wife ended up safe, and then he backed out of the garage and got wiped out by a truck but, but yeah, he... yeah. And, it, and again as, as sick as it is to say that is another thing that people you often hear from people in it when you hear somebody's had a claim and they've got some money people are like the rate looker they're so lucky to have hurt themselves <laughs> just for just for payout because people are just desperate for like a lump sum of cash <laughs> he's lucky that truck driver was a drunk driver because he, he wasn't he wasn't looking where he was reversing off that drive you know oh yeah it's totally his fault yeah, he, yeah, he's a yeah, yeah. Good point that he would drink because yeah, no one, no one tested normal. him for all the carbon monoxide that he'd inhaled just before that. <laughs> 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 Again, just, just, just felt lucky. 
I don't think that is a test though, Dan, is it? Carbon monoxide. There, there, there's, there's no test for no roadside test for carbon monoxide, no. <laughs> I like when he's explaining what they're gonna do and Jennifer Aniston with the uh, cup holder on the uh, attached to the the door is like, um, so you're a thief? And he's like, Whoa, whoa, I'm not explaining it right. <laughs> and then he tries again and she's like, So that's stealing? No, 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 no. You're not you're not listening right. And he tries to go in again, and she was just like, "No, I don't, I don't think that's right. I don't agree with it." And then um, I made a note here, just saying, "Like, damn, like the days of like remote access and the ability to just check your account on the move rather than having to go like a um, an actual cash machine." But oh yeah, get then I guess for like yeah, for the the ambiguity of it all. But, but yeah, so this is this is where the uh, the virus has been planted. Um, and all the uh, the illegal activities taking place, but it's it's not as they'd hoped. It's not going to take two years. It took two minutes, um, and they've acquired like three hundred ten thousand dollars. Yeah, over the space of like overnight. <laughs> Crazy embezzlement. Uh, how little they knew. How little they knew compared to some of the uh, yeah. some of the future crimes of people that have embezzled money. <laughs> I'll, I'll so have the, to see you after where they're uh, they, they all essentially go back to Peter's apartment, don't they? Oh, the disgusting money laundering. Uh, yeah. Throw, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> now the how the crap it criminal being criminals, but they're like sorry, I had my experience, you know, we'd make grid criminals. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, when the when the guy comes around trying to Steve. trying to sell mag- magazine subscriptions. Magazine subscriptions, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's a cocaine dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they think he might know how to London money. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's putting it all as an act, and uh, then his, his accent and stuff just completely changes. And he's like, "Man, I'm just playing." Yeah, it turned out to be used a former former software engineer like them, <laughs> <laughs> made redundant by all the companies have like almost like the same name, don't they? Yeah, a few different yeah, companies yeah. mentioned throughout. But... Just all very like yeah, vague, yeah, vague descriptions. Yeah. But you see, that's what they need. They need Google right then. Google to just look it up and be like, money laundering. Yeah. Don't you try and look it up in a book? Like he's getting like the. To get a dictionary or something. Or... Yeah, a dictionary or thesaurus and looking up. Yeah, I think so. I was like, yeah, yeah. Thesaurus, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> like, what did you do before the days of the internet? Before, before Google and <sighs> Yeah, find, find some printed media. This is why, this is why uh, you can't go back, friend. That's why you can't go back to all this old technology. And why you just need the new stuff, like. But this this just proves the point. Yeah, we need. You can't, to know. You can't go back to that. You don't need yeah. to tell Captain Apple Watch over here. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Is that why he likes technology so much? Like you can't you can't go back to living like that. You know. Yeah, it, I mean, it's fun to look back on and be like, "Man, is that how things used to work?" You know. But then, the luxury of now is, you know, first world problems is just like, well, you, we've got you know tech to hand, but it just costs a fortune. You'd have been happy with one of those Casio calculator watches. I reckon you'd have been an early. I had one. Yeah, I had one, baby. I had one at school. Every time you ask the math question, it was like, okay, right, quick, and then you had to, you almost had to get like the the nib of your pen to push the buttons, like right, okay, that's times that. Okay, divide by this. Okay, great watch. Again, I just want to say this tells you everything you need to know about this film that we're now talking about calculator watches. <laughs> this film is well, one, of those, one of those ones that could switch on TVs that people used to have at school just for the oh. teachers. 
what a good throwback. <laughs> I like this bit though. So they, they they realize that they've you know they've they've died, they've they've messed up, and they're like you know you're you're a very bad person, Peter. And then he's he's just chilling there on his own. And he knocks on the wall and he's he's speaking to his neighbor and he's like he says something <laughs> like you want to come over and he replies and he's like. No, <laughs> no so thanks. I don't use a fuck up my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then my my notes end. Um, here comes the redemption arc because at this point he's messed up and he's he's screwed over like everybody, including well, yeah, Jennifer well, Aniston. Because he's accused her of sleeping with Bill. Previously. Yeah, the wrong the wrong Bill. Yeah, we skipped over that bit in the party, didn't we? Where he he finds out from like the intern. Oh, the guy. Oh, yeah. The, the intern. Long guy. So the, the guy called Bill Lundberg. <laughs> he, he missed it. Show her the old face. He was the... <laughs> <laughs> I also, back to the barbecue bit, I also love the conversation they have with that guy. Um, so, yeah, Samir and, <laughs> and the other guy, that they're chatting to him and he's like, yeah, so prison, he says, you know, you've got to kick someone's ass on the first day. Um, you know, or... <laughs> Or become someone's bitch. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're talking about sabbatical business. Oh. Talking so of technology. Talking of technology. Talk, talking of technology. Technology is listening. <laughs> fucking should be. I was going to say, they're, they're talking about sabbatical visits, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking they're going to get live sex at this. Um... I can't remember what kind of prison they're talking about now. Is it. Is it um... It's definitely not like state. Did they call it white collar prison? I can't, I can't remember. Did they call them sabbatical visits? Because that's not right, is it? Uh, in a sabbatical, when like people take like a break from work. Yeah, that that is yeah, that is what that is. So. Uh, what do they call it now? Begins with a C. Okay, so it's one of these points where we're going to have to we have to pause it. Then you're going to have to you're going to have to Google it or I that section, and then just just you know insert it in this point, and then we're like, and we're back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it is. Oh, you then you need to add it. Yeah, anyway, then visits where you can have sex. That's the answer. Con con congregal, congregal visit, something like that. I feel like I would. Congregation. No, no, no. I think you can have Jesus and any conjugal, something like that. Yeah, that's it. Something like that. The point is, this bit's also not funny. Let's get it. (laughs) I think we also need to mention about Milton's situation. He, oh, yeah. He's essentially been fired. But... You've been fired. No one had told him. <laughs> yeah. And so that's been going on for a long time. He's, he's been like demoted to the. Down to the base. Yeah. The, that, yeah. The, the consultant guys have just fixed kind of a payroll glitch, haven't they? Um, and then their job is to, to avoid confrontation. That they're, not top. they're just going to let him figure it out by himself. Yeah, they don't want to notify him personally. Just let him find out. So at this point, you're thinking, oh, this guy's getting completely screwed over. Yeah, Bill's taking his stapler as well. He's, he's nice red. 
red stapler. Moved his desk down to the boiler room by the looks of it. Where he's got a second yeah. job of dealing with the uh, <laughs> dealing with mice. <laughs> Rats and... You're the red. <laughs> <laughs> You're the fucking red. You're the fucking red. <laughs> it's a great earlier episode where we did uh, we did the departed. And this so, yeah. all accumulates to Lawrence going in to to confess to the crime. He's, yeah, this is this is his redemption. So he's thinking he's got a, you know, what's in the wants... envelope? Is it a confession note and a check or something? Yeah, it's all the, um, yeah, yeah. Is it traveller's checks for the entire amount plus a written statement confessing that yeah he's the blame? Yeah, it's, it's, it's confession to the crime, and then Frank, can you explain traveller's checks to us? It's a bit. <laughs> oh, I know. I remember tra- Travers checks. Do you not? Do you not remember Travers checks? No, I never used them. On, used, used to take them on. Right, used to go on holiday. Used to have them. I remember. So yeah, Cash money, baby. <laughs> Can anyone just bank those then? Is that like? No, a... I was like four. I just remember <laughs> they existed. Reminds me of like Barabons used in movies where they're just like, oh, like it's Barabon. You seem to have to own it to have the money. Today we're just paying the diamonds. <laughs> the diamonds. If a Bitcoin would yeah. be like <laughs> 10 yeah. Bitcoin. Transfer, transfer that coin. But yeah, he, he, he gets that he's got that in there and obviously Milton's who's been screwed over for the entire film goes to get his stapler back done and he's had enough. He's not going to wait any longer. Well, it... it... Peter's gone back to the office at this point then, so he's thinking, right, he's just going to slip that letter envelope underneath um, his door, um, meaning that the next working day he'll stumble upon it and then Peter will be blamed. And he's packed and he's ready and he's he's notifying everybody. So he's like, you know, redeemed his relationship with Jennifer Aniston and, and his, his neighbour. And he's like, right, I'm going to be going away for a while. He's packed his bag and he's, he's prepared, he's ready. But then there's there's another development and that's Milton going back to the office to get a stapler yeah yeah you can see him walking over the envelope don't you kind of like see him walking in the office he just kicks the envelope slightly and then next thing next thing Peter turns up to work in a building (laughs) just a a blazing building yeah and that's it it solves all the problems doesn't it no more records all the evidence so, is gone. Uh, all the evidence is gone. No, no uh, files getting saved on a, a backup server. No. <laughs> all the floppy disks are gone. No cloud. Everything, their entire business was literally in the building. There was no, there was nothing external. Mm. And everybody lives happily ever after. The other two guys go back to another office space. Peter gets a job on construction site and Milton goes off to uh, to spend his traveller's checks. Off in Mexico. But he's not happy with the uh, the cocktail that's been Yeah, he's delivered. Got, got one his margarita that he didn't want on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he asked for a mojito and they gave him a pina colada. Oh, uh, yeah, mojito. No. no. And yeah, that's it. The guys are... Uh, you know, the the free of, of the, the criminal activity and Milton's the one that's yeah, finally got his, his payout. Yeah, I think he deserved it by this point. He, he gets he gets pretty dumped on throughout the film. 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah, massively deserved. Yeah, Bill Lundberg and the two bobs. You know the. <laughs> yeah, Pete, Pete gets his job in working the site along with Lawrence. Just in, in, seems to be enjoying the outdoors. See if the yeah. same when it gets to winter. <laughs> But for now, he's he's happy, and that was the that was the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to crucial part. Let's see what people really think now. <laughs> we've, we've talked fruit film from start to finish. <laughs> let the ruthlessness begin. Sam, what do you think? I'm gonna let Dan go first because I I want to escalate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I started off. Um, I think Ben Ben's naturally gonna score this the highest. And I think that's partly down to it's one of those films that those glasses. I think again. if you if you yeah if you grew up watching it and it's it's one of your go tos if if you ever see it on then I can get that but when you said it had aged well I don't think it has aged particularly well. Whoa, Dan Burn. It's a burn. Yeah, I didn't find myself smirking too much at all throughout it, let alone laughing. So. I started off, I was going to give this a four. I've kind of enjoyed talking through it, so I'm going to bump it up to a five, but it's only going to get a five from me. Damn, that's harsh. That's harsh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sam, escalate this. I will escalate it. I I totally agree with Dan that it's not age well. I would say that in places it is painful to watch. Not in the comedy parts, but there, I think there's just some absolute dreary, boring parts. Like his whole relationship with Jennifer Aniston is just boring. Don't really add anything. Um, it did make me laugh in those odd oh. couple of places. So there you go. You don't like kung fu. <laughs> well, I like kung fu, but I just don't think I didn't think that were funny or interesting. So that's the problem. See, like his neighbour, the whole thing's interaction with Lawrence I thought were funny. I thought odd bits where he's with um, with his two amigos in the office are all right. I don't find the film overall unpleasant. It, it were all right to watch. But, uh, yeah, I just don't think the comedy... I don't think the comedy's held up if you haven't watched it when you were younger. I don't think it, it matches the modern-day humour. Yeah, and overall, I just won't rewatch it again. So, I'm going to... I agree with Dan. I was going to go in at four, but... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow that five. Come on, Whoa. Fran. Whoa, what do you think this is now? Nah, this is controversial because escalate mine. again, Fran. Escalate again. No, no, this is controversial because <laughs> this is because Fran, Fran's even gonna do world's biggest U-turn and be like, I hate it, but but, but I'm gonna just get a ten. Oh, it's gonna be controversial because Fran's gonna be like, I know I sounded quite positive about it, but what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's what you got to do. You got to, you know, that positive mindset. Just be like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was some bits that were redeemable. Um, so the, I just made a few plus points and then a, a few minus points. So plus, um, I love Lawrence. I thought he was great. Um, I liked the rap montage um, and then smashing up the printer um, and getting the revenge on on that thing that never really worked. Um. And I also just liked, I like the general office banter because it just reminds me of work. And then the, the stereotypical, um, 
members that you have that it kind of like projects. And I just think there's, there's some aspects of that that are really, really good, like that were kind of funny. But I agree with Dan and Sam in that like, I maybe chuckled a little bit here and there, um, but I, I, it didn't, to me, it didn't seem like it was a, like a, it wasn't a hilarious comedy. Um, I and to be honest, I mean, this is this is the the thing. I, I weren't that fussed about Peter as a as the lead, as the as you know, as our like as the protagonist for for the for the viewer. I was just like, ah, he's just a bit, he's just too wet. Um, and then I also didn't like obviously that about the redundancies and stuff. I just think that's nah, just it's just too close, too close to him. <laughs> <laughs> So I will, I so will say that yeah, we're on a uh, we're on a good I've, streak of films at ninety minutes at the minute. So it was it's got oh, that to go into oh, it, uh, Yeah, I think runtime. I'll add, yep, ninety minutes is is good. Um, but having been through numerous uh, redundancies situations, um, I'm going to give it a six. Quite generous. Mm. All right, Ben. ben let's let's this see. Is it. It. The finale. Man, man. I mean, I blame myself. I think I, I think I picked a film that's uh, too clever for the <laughs> films. Like, like, you do chat shit. You do chat shit. You absolute chat shit. <laughs> <laughs> you basically like it, you're, it, if no, it weren't nostalgia based. Come on, come on, come on. Let's let's hear what's so clever about this great film. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I say, it's just just a film I've always always enjoyed. Um, I understand I understand what you're saying about not like like hilarious, laugh out loud funny, but it, it still just makes me like just smile so much. Um, you mean like it's not Palm Springs funny? Well, I mean. I want you see Palm Springs is too new, but when we talk about you know something like Will Ferrell and kind of like Anchorman, Deborah's. Oh yeah, Tropic Thunder. When we when we get to it next week. Well, I'm not even sure about Tropic Thunder. What? Um, Tropic Thunder's not classic like Stepbrothers or. Anchorman. Oh no. I mean, I mean, like things that like where it's just oh yeah, there are like lots of bits that make you laugh out loud for me. But this this film always makes me um, yeah, it always makes me smile. I always enjoy watching it. Um, I have to say, it's never a film of Overwatch. Like it's always been like a good few, few years between watches. Um, and I, I, I just like how it finds the um, kind of like the funny in everyday situations. Like it's not surprising the producer of this film went on to make The Office, the US version. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give it um, an eight point five out of ten. Bottom. So 8.5. I was tempted to give it slightly higher Whoa. to make up for you for your unfair scores. But <laughs> what do you mean unfair scores? Yours is you just yeah. you just basically just said you scored it high because you enjoyed it. Yeah, I said I was tempted. And we scored it low because we didn't like it. That that they're all fair in love and war. <laughs> I think that might be the first one where we've had a a three to one split though, possibly. No, Dan, I mean, I didn't want to say it out loud, but obviously we're right and Ben's wrong. <laughs> you know, it's harsh to say. It's harsh to say, but, you know, it is garbage. 
<laughs> no, it's not. It's not garbage because if it were garbage, I'd score below five. I want to be clear that that five score is saying that I, under, I, I understand that some people love this film, but I personally did not. If I think a film's universally going to be hated, the score goes below five. What would you score for Under Siege again? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I don't know, but probably trash. It's another episode. See, the problem is, when we get to my pig, the other guys, I already know you fools love it. So if you oh, start yeah, scoring it's... that, if you start trying to score other guys down, especially you, Ben, we all get a record. God, I can't wait to watch other guys again. <laughs> I've got a fair bit. You know, what? Think about it now, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's really gone down with my estimates. Yeah, it will have. It will have. No it doubt. Will have. <laughs> right. All right, great pick then, Ben. Um, so yeah, <laughs> roll on next week. Available on Star on Disney Plus. Yeah. So that's included in your standard Disney Plus subscriptions if you want to watch uh, Office Space. Where can we watch um, Tropic Thunder for next week? Uh, Amazon Prime. Prime, cool. Yep. Nice one. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I think it was a. I think it was a good pick. To be fair, in um in the comedy month because we we've had the very new release. Now we've had a throwback comedy, and now we're going to have two. Two classics. Two two um two big hit. Well, the big hitters of comedy. We've got the Ben Stiller. We got a Ben. We got Ben Stiller, man who's made most of his career on comedy, and then obviously we got Will Ferrell, the main man. Yeah, the king of comedy. In places, I knew Sherlock and Holmes film is made apparently garbage, but I've never watched it. All right, let's add that in. <laughs> You've already had your pick for controversial months. Oh yeah, guys, guys, come on! You gotta like. You gotta get your picks in. Drop them into chat after this. <laughs> anyway, it's been it's been good. It's been good. Check us out on all usual social medias. Films of Amigos. You know where to find us. That's a goodbye from me. See you next time. It's Tara for me. Adios. <laughs>